Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Talking about work from home today. We are indeed. I think this is, a, I'm looking forward very much to this interview because as I'm sitting here, you couldn't make this up. I know I've had a dozen phone messages for one of the projects I'm working on. Yeah. And I get these messages now at midnight. I get them on a Saturday morning. And I think I'm not, unu- I don't think that's unusual now. Do you? Uh, no. I mean, 24 7. It's the bane of any freelancer's life anyway. If you don't work nine to five hours, you're kind of never off duty. But yeah. certainly, since COVID, I think there's been a mindset shift. Don't you think? And and not not just I mean for for freelancers of course that's always been the case or or uh, startups um, entrepreneurs uh, but and of course multinational corporations they've got time zones they're working with their partner yeah. companies all over the world but even increasingly it is happening with individuals uh, who are working in local companies the the boss sends an email or they their colleague sends an email late at night or in a WhatsApp and they're just expected to reply so this is a this is a challenge that we have uh, in our modern day world it's only going to stay with us and and get worse let's bring in andrew howe the market leader at kincentric talking about the worldwide call for a disconnection rights the rights to disconnect after hours from your work from home arrangements andrew uh, good morning welcome to weekend mornings saturday mornings here on money fm Hi, good morning. Nice to be here. And thank you for inviting me to this show. Oh, our pleasure. And this is a, a, a very um, uh, important topic that's near and dear to, I would say, most of us. Because we have all seen how our workday has expanded over the course of this past year to emails and messages around the clock. How did you get involved with this movement for disconnection rights? And, and tell us a little bit about it. Well, I mean, uh, Kincentric is basically a, a HR consulting firm. So one of the things that we did was uh, we conducted a benchmark study around 300 organizations last year. And uh, one of the things that came out from the study of the employee survey across these 300 organizations was this whole notion around working from home and work-life balance. And we found that around 40% of those that responded actually had a big challenge managing and putting in place balancing the work-life balance situation and also organization putting in place practices and programs to help them address them. So they did not feel that the organization were putting in place programs that addresses some of their personal commitments, basically. So as high as 40%, which is, I think, significant enough for us to take notice of. Yeah. And, and the second thing that came out is it's not around different groups of people, but it's across managers. Uh, you're talking about frontline workers. You're talking about executives, and it impacts a whole variety of the grades uh, or, or levels in organization. And 37% of them say that work stress is probably the largest thing that they had to struggle over the last year or so, right? Mm. And I'll probably continue so, depending how things pan out this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So looking at that, I'm just reading, uh, reiterating one of your points. 37% of employees found it difficult to balance between their work and personal commitment. I think that's a fascinating mm. finding in your concentric study that you sent out to respondents at various work organizations. Now, why, why did they say this was happening? Because obviously, in a physical office, a physical workplace, you go in, you go out, you clock in, you clock out. It's pretty clear to everyone. Now that the lines have merged, uh, do you think, are you seeing a, a kind of a, f- a failure to communicate here between employer and employee? No one, everyone's trying to save face. The employee's never going to put his hand up and say, can I log off now? But equally, is the, is it, is the onus on the employer to actually say, 
that's it now, guys. Let's call it a day. Mm. It's 6 p.m. or whatever. Let's go. Has to come from the boss, doesn't it? Yeah. So are, are, you see, are you sensing that in some of your responses that there's a lack of communication? Yeah, I think, I mean, well, communication is probably one element of it. I mean, one of the things that uh, is interesting to note is actually, I would term it as the culture of the organization, right? Mm. I think the culture of organization pre-pandemic, pre-2021, uh, pre-2020, and then what happened in 2020, right? So when we look at that, I mean, when I say culture, is the way the organization communicate, like you say, the way they work, the way managers manage. So when we find that organizations that's uh, been uh, working in a more centralized manner where decisions are more relying on a, a boss somewhere that makes the decision quite a bit, they, they struggle a bit when that happened uh, in 2020 because the managers get stressed because they couldn't meet up with employees as frequent enough or as, as, as much as they would like to, even uh, in a less in a, in a non-virtual situation. And employees feel a bit lost because uh, they're expecting a lot more instructions or directions coming from the manager or the boss, right? In a, ses- in a sense. So in that sense, you have those organized transition and hit into 2020 and wow, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, a lot of miscommunication or, or clarity that probably needs to be put in place because there's a certain way the culture of the organization operate pre-pandemic. But if you think of another organization that's uh, probably a bit more, well, uh, less, uh, more empowering in the sense that they actually build up a capability of the team a lot stronger. The managers have a lot more uh, ability to have that trust and mutual respect with the employees in terms of knowing what, what they expect them to do and they know what they expect to do and empower to make those decisions. Yeah. Then you see that the transition is going to take a lot more easier because the culture actually plays a large part into adapting to the environment once the crisis hit. Right. So yeah. communication is one thing, but I would think a culture is a lot more broader and, and probably have quite a bit of impact in terms of how organization transit. Mm. Talking to Andrew Howe, the market leader at Concentric here in Singapore. And a survey by the Straits Times of 1,800 people showed that some 8 out of 10 people are preferring to work you know, do the work from home, the flexible working arrangements, but they're also acknowledging that their working hours are longer. You know, they're getting yep. up earlier, they're they're online later, and many of them are complaining about this. Now, a, a number of years ago, I want to say it was maybe five or six years ago, in Germany, they the federal government there actually man, put a law in place saying that employers could not require employee communication, work communication after I think it was 5 or 6 p.m. in the evening and not on the weekends, right? So they were legislating the fact that you had to leave people alone at night. Andrew, do you feel like there is a a role for Singapore government in this, in Singapore, when it comes to workers' rights uh, about having some personal time at, at the end of a long day, for example? Well, I mean, uh, I think there's definitely certain certain things to think about. And I mean, what we, we have done here in Concentric, also we work with what we call different organization, the workplace, and DBS is one of our Concentric best employer. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll share with you some of the things they have done around something similar to what you have mentioned. Sure. They've actually launched what we call a, um, a, a time on Friday where is there's a, what we call own time. So you, you actually have that half day on Friday afternoon for you to, for the employee to make a, um, to have time for themselves, to reflect, to, to learn, and free from any internal meetings or calls. So to slowly wind down for the weekend, right? So it's a conscious effort that's put in place that we don't call people on Friday afternoon uh, for internal meeting. Hey, there's an urgent meeting. We need to get everyone out of the thing. So Friday, personal time, kind of do your own thing, have a uh, uh, learn, 
you can do it as a learning journey or you can do it as reflection. So things like that are slowly putting in place in terms of some of these things that respecting what we call personal time and maybe in a more scheduled manner in this case, and sometimes for other organizations more in a less, uh, less structured manner. Um, so all the things are slowly getting in progress. Even in the social services sector, we work a lot with NCSS, which is uh, in charge of quite a bit of social services organization. Last year was definitely a very challenging and stressful year for, mm. for some of these frontline workers because they are, the, the clients that they work with, the needs of the community is really a lot greater. Mm. And uh, one example is St. Luke Hospital that's put in place, uh, talking about radio show, a Good Morning St. Luke, which is a radio program that's been uh, helping their employees cope with uh, the stress at the work. So it provides uh, segments of musical therapy. You have things around a certified coach collaborating, create uh, programs to help them unwind and provide tips. So those are things that we put in place to help frontline workers to look at some of these things that they can do at a quiet time or reflection. Um, so those are things that maybe in a way is getting there to, to that aspect when mandated. But I think there are some practices that organizations are slowly adopting in order to, to, to look at how they can cope with, uh, with, uh, with the situation. Mm. Yeah, so you've given a very good example there, DBS, which yeah. seems to be getting a lot of thumbs up from us on this show in recent weeks, doing a lot of right They're things. They're doing a, a lot of good things. Yeah. In the workplace. So that's the employer's perspective. If we look at the employee's perspective, I mean, Stanley C., one of our contributors and listeners, has said, the new office norm, while I'm in an online discussion meeting, there will be messages popping up all the time requiring answers from me at the same time. And literally, Andrew, as I'm sitting here, I'm also getting queries on my phone about other work and at the same time an urgent email will come in says stanley that is disrupting my thoughts my thought process in the meeting because everyone is assuming you are available Mm -hmm. at the same time all the time this is a very very valid point that stanley makes that it's all coming at once from all sides so what about from the employee's perspective what rights if any do they have what do you recommend the employee does in these situations. And how do you enforce those rights, right? Or stand up for yourself against a boss who... Well, let's be very frank, Andrew. Tough times. The economy's going through a tough time. People are hanging on to their jobs. Nobody wants to be that guy that goes to the office boss in a face-saving culture (laughs) and say, hey, I want to clock off at this time. (laughs) So how do they navigate that, let's be honest, quite sensitive relationship? Absolutely. No, definitely, I mean, definitely the sensitive. It's not a one way or two way. No one wants to be the odd one out to say, "Hey, I, this is this only works for me, and mm. it doesn't work for rest of guys are kind of toe in line, right?" So, I guess the, the the question is, how do you set the boundaries and how do you have that uh, arrangements uh, being worked out and clarity around those hours? I mean, one of the things that come out around productivity is around, I mean, working from home. We are literally on meet sometimes in, on meetings from nine to five, right? Out or each hour throughout the lunchtime, right? So you're literally having lunch while, while having meetings or for some of us. So I guess it's how to manage that and setting that parameters uh, in agreement with, with organization. And for employee himself, I think what's happened is that you are in a situation where you play different roles uh, before, work, before the work from home situation. I mean, you play, if you're a father, you're, 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 you're spouses. Now everything's rolling right at home where you are supposed to be the one working with your boss, uh, you have to, to, to manage your kids who, who's, who needs some attention, especially if, they are, if they're having lessons at home. So all these are rolled in one. And how do you balance this? And how do you segregate that? Hey, look, this is work time. This is personal time. This is time I spend with you. So it's all rolled in one. And the lines get all blurred, right? 
So setting mm. the priorities around what is really the discipline around what's, what is the priority now, I need to get this done. But I think there's a flexibility to do something else and how to agree that, that, that kind of discipline and that kind of priorities with your manager, with your organization. I think that's the yeah. critical part. If you don't have to manage the, 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 that kind of agreement, it's going to be very difficult to manage this because no one wants to be run out and no one wants to be caught in a situation that they feel they may be penalized for certain priorities that they put yeah. Uh, in, 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 Andrew, you are yeah. so right. And we would encourage any senior managers who are listening today, mm-hmm. look, have a strong conversation with yourself about this very topic. How can you make how, how can you make some boundaries that your employees can uh, find themselves within, uh, you know, contract contact Andrew at concentric, you know, figure out because uh, it, it has to come from the top down. There's, there's no way a junior employee is going to approach the boss yeah. about this. It's a bit of a lopsided relationship. Absolutely. Know? And we're happy to hear from employers and employees on this issue. You know, yeah. type in your messages at Facebook Live, Money FM. Let us know what you think about this very delicate issue. Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Great, great. Thanks. Thanks to be here. Nice to be here. Good. Thank Have you. a good day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.